everybody, welcome to another episode of the Excaliburs. Hello. Hello, indeed. Uh, Dan, so glad that we're back. Uh, a week, less than a week's time later, uh, and we're here to discuss Loki episode two, the variant. Uh, now, before we get into the details of of the episode, um, uh, you know, the, we talked about episode one, and you were sort of you liked it, but you were, I know, you weren't overjoyed with it. Do you no. feel like the second episode, uh, I don't know, helped color the first episode a little bit better for you? Did it, did it stand out worse? Um, I think it's uh, it was a better, it, it improved a massive improvement uh, for me personally. Either I was in the right mood, or it just everything seemed to work on a better level. Right, but um, did it like retroactively affect how you felt about the first episode? Did you feel like, no. oh, actually, it wasn't so bad? I felt like they did just exact, like they could, they did much more with the characterization here mm-hmm. by just talking about certain sprinkling spell aspects, which they could have done. That. I feel like a lot more, like they they actually regurgitated information a lot from the mm-hmm. last episode, but in smaller chunks. Right. So it kind of highlighted the problems of the last one more. <laughs> that meant for me, anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, no, no, it. To me, this actually felt like a um, first episode again. Does that make sense? Like the last one was like, sure. a, um, like in a comic book where you get at the end of the one. event. Yeah, <laughs> the, the end, like the end of the event, you get like a prologue chapter. I don't know. Right. The, for some reason, the one in my head is um, the Norman Osmond taking over Shield, mm-hmm. um, and that felt that was maybe last issue, last episode. Sorry, and this one feels like you know the status quo is is, is started with the um, boots on the ground. Right. So that was quite. I was happy. Well, uh, this episode, uh, and just a, like a, a quick summary here, uh, they uh, they go on a mission to like a Renaissance fair in Wisconsin, um, where one of the previous mission people has been abducted. Uh, it looks like Loki's using the evil Loki's using some sort of magic to like possess people. Uh, the mission doesn't go so well. They do some research. They figure out where this other Loki is. Uh, they go on another mission. Things don't go well. Uh, so what a surprise. The other Loki's female. Uh, and then the both Lokis escape. And that's a very quick summary of the episode. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know. I felt like uh, I might be on the opposite side of you, Dan. Like this episode <laughs> I wasn't as, as uh, happy about as the first one. Like I, I didn't dislike it, but it felt like there was a lot of... There's some interesting parts, but I really felt especially... Uh, the ending was like the most obvious thing ever, and I don't know why they weren't uh, looking out for any of this at some point. Um, I, I, the other thing I, I think we really need to get to, and maybe not right at this point, was uh, we've got you know the female Loki here. I, I don't know if it was just not enough screen time, but it was a very uh, Loki's a very charismatic person when Hiddleston does it, and and this other actress is doing Loki, and I was like. I'm feeling nothing from you. I'm, this is like, I'm, there's no charisma coming out, out of the screen at all. I'm kind of like, ah, is this the right person to be doing this? Um, so I was a little bit nervous, especially since, uh, you know, this could be Hiddleston's last time doing Loki. This could be a, a reboot uh, that, you know, you and I have thought maybe they'd bring Loki at the end of this as a, as a kid for a young Avengers sort of a thing. I mean, we don't really know, but... I was like, mm, this ending didn't really work for me. In the same way that uh, episode one ending, you were like, mm, uh, 
f off with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, to be fair, the actual um, other Loki, the only good other Loki bit in the whole episode was when they went did that hologram and were showing like really random versions of. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I was like, that's. Really, I was like, that's pretty neat. And like Hiddleston's reaction to each one um, was quite fun. Right. And I do like the play of like I'm like the whole like I'm the better Loki. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked I liked the other Loki when it was possessing other people <laughs> more oh my than God. when yeah. it was the actual Loki. Like those other those other like I generally was like who is it because I right. didn't at first they play it because um, they never explain that they are Loki until obviously they reveal the horns. Right. Um, and I was like who could it be someone else? Right. 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 I was getting really, I was actually getting pretty excited, and much like you, I enjoyed the episode a lot. But much like you, um, I didn't know there was going to be a female Loki because I didn't look at casting on it. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, when's she turning up or whatever?" Because I, I retroactively looked to what people were talking about. Hmm. Um, so I just try not to get things spoiled because you know. Right. So it was like, oh, female Loki, um, and then my mind instantly does that thing uh, where all the female Loki stuff, um, the Straczynski run and stuff, where it just, like, goes, like, pushes past my brain, all the memories, and goes, oh, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> and, then, and I was like, but we've got, like, five seconds, and all she does is sort of a smirk and runs off, and I'm like, okay. Um, right. Hopefully, she's going to be awesome, because I don't know, I, I couldn't place the actress uh, or anything. Um, not that they need to be a famous actress or anything like that. But, like, um, Contessa came on, in uh, Winter Soldier and just destroyed oh, right. the, scene- the scenery. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> in like in the same amount of time. Yes, yes. And like you just said, possessed people. They sounded so much better. Like they sounded awesome. So I'm hoping because they had a lot of character to them. I'm hoping that she's just as fun. <laughs> and this yeah, is I just mean, like in all of fairness, like you said, she's on screen for like two minutes, if that. You know, it's hard to like hey. I don't think she can act when you, you've seen just like a, a little glimpse of her, right? Exactly. But, uh, I'm, I'm still holding out that it isn't Loki. Right. It is something else. Um, maybe because I'm just like desperate for it not to be like a Loki on Loki on Loki sandwich. Um, and we all just like, there's just too many Lokis. Like, I, I, I enjoy the fact that he ran off. Mm-hmm. Of. Sure. Um, but it, it, for me, it was the journey to that moment, which was far more entertaining mm-hmm. than... Then the like the, the the climax of the episode is okay, and the the whole possession thing is sort of uh, uh, an element that they used in what Age of Ultron because it's basically the same sort of mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. Galvatron does sort of um, visually anyway, but with green. Um, and I really liked the visuals, by the way. Um, I'm really impressed yeah. that like uh, because this is the second episode that's directed by this because it's all directed by um. I can't remember her name. Um, Let me pull it up that, here. And um, I was impressed with like the, the Kate way this one looks. Yeah, I really like the way it looks. Um, there's like a uh, sort of like an American Gothic uh, feel to it, mm-hmm. like a like like sort of a slight tint of horror. Um, yeah. yeah. Which which I'm I'm enjoying because I've just recently watched. Uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and I, the horror sensibilities um, laid onto a superhero canvas is always quite fun to to see. So I quite enjoyed some of the the elements. I like mm-hmm. the surprise attack; it's kind of fun. Right. Um, and just like this, the like the the the, the changing of the 
the lights and such forth and even the visual of all the bombs going like getting ready and teleporting was quite an interesting sort of sure, sure. Uh, and like the conceptual idea that uh it's this 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 show creates the multiverse of madness essentially right um we, i really liked it but i was here for one thing for the whole thing and it was owen wilson and tom hills and basically just they are so good together. Like, yes, they really yes, are. Yes, yes. They work so well. And I was slightly happy that um, my my fears of like the angry black woman were sort of not fully, but you know, it was like all these little elements like, felt less imposing this episode. Um, and I was trying to place because obviously we talked about Kang, and I believe the main uh, administrators. Like name is Ramona, I think, or something. It was um, something with an R. It was like yeah, like Ramona Ravola or something. I, yeah. And I was like, isn't that like Kang's like wife or lover? Um, because that one that's like in stasis or whatever, because her time has been delayed. Um, it's it's Kang stories too much. I'm just I'm going off as my is here. Yeah, did it yes. But I really oh, just Ravona yeah. Renslayer. I don't know. Maybe it is her. I don't know. I'm not mass. You know, when you're like, I don't, I don't know everything about <laughs> that sort of stuff. But I don't know. It's just like um. Based on the character of the same name. Ooh. Is it Kang's girlfriend? Um, <laughs> looking stuff up. Uh, oh boy. Daughter of King Corellius. Oh, this looks like it's going to be a while. We're going to first met Kang. There's something about Kang. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. So, um, but my main focus for the episode was Owen Wilson placating Loki, Owen Wilson getting angry with Loki, Owen Wilson. <laughs> I know he's called Mobius or something, or, yes. um, but I just going to call him Owen Wilson because that's basically what he's doing. Um and I just really enjoyed the interplay. I I love the table scene where he's doing a really clumsy salad metaphor. Um, I thought it was kind of clever that that, that like the the idea that yeah they're hiding in apocalypses because time doesn't get changed because you know everything gets wiped clean. Um, and like there was some really like interesting uh ideas on display and it's it's grounded and anchored by two really pitch perfect performances yes i think i think some of the comedy still doesn't work mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and the, i feel like they've found like an element in here which there's an element of um sort of what happens next because a lot of plot just happened in in or like a massive sort of uh, turning point uh, happened because essentially we've just had our first act turning point um, <clears throat> the end right. of the and right. it does feel like uh, what could happen um, but the, this is all about performance I think as a, as a, as a, as a series uh, you, you could probably fawn over like the easter eggs of like Roxxon and stuff like, stuff right. like that and like um, all the other things they talk about um, but it is mainly a performance piece at the moment. I think the story, uh, the the main like drive of the plot, um, isn't. It's got a Winter Soldier problem because that's a. I feel like looking back at um, good old Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, 
it is more of a performance piece. Sure. Um, than a than a sort of plot driven that you'll think about that going, Oh yeah, the plot was amazing. No, um, no, no, you, no, you no. won't remember, you, all you, you won't remember the plot of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier in a year's time. You'll remember that Sam turned up in his in his threads, you'll remember that there's some powerful se- scenes with characters, but you won't remember like anything to do with any of the other stuff. Hopefully you forget <laughs> all about the flag smashers. Who? Um yes. but yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, Dan, I, I totally agree. Like uh the show is is definitely anchored by the interplay between Owen Wilson and, and Tom Hiddleston. Like they're so good together. Like even that first episode and you admit like when they're talking in that room, just like the interview, uh like they just pop off screen. It's uh um it's great it, it, it's the performances you're that's that's why when you get this other Loki who doesn't pop, you're like, mm, it really sticks out a lot more when we finally get two Lokis and the excitement is less than when you have Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're supposed to be, oh, I can't believe it's you. And then, oh, you're not really, you don't really have the chemistry going. It was a, that, that was the most disappointing part of when she appeared on screen. But um, it, it's funny because a lot of um, British geek Twitter uh, is talking a lot about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he regenerates into different forms. And then recently his, Arch nemesis turned into a woman, um, and she's fantastic. The master is right. now Missy and she's awesome. Right. And I, I can see why a lot of people were like, "Oh, they're doing that with Loki." And then there's just like a pause because there's no like. Um... The thing is, it's set like a big reveal. Right. Like the camera is set on a, you know, it's the classic sort of slightly tight uh, mid shot. Darkness behind, darkness on the face, the mm-hmm. light is above, it's all ready to reveal. Um, and it's kind of like a wet blanket. <laughs> it's like like a, a, a like a like a rag is thrown in your face instead. Yeah. Nothing against nothing against the actress at all. Has nothing to do with her. Right, has nothing right. to do has nothing to do with the actress, has nothing to do with being a female Loki. Is literally is framed as this big reveal from episode one to episode two. Um that when it is revealed, it's revealed in like the way it should be but it feels so pedestrian and mm. like she just she just vanishes yeah there's no big monologue there's no um and she feels pe- like um personally different to when she's possessing people yes yeah like, exactly yeah she was she, very she, bland she, on her own she was she was like she says a few things and she goes presses a few bits and just leaves right basically with a little wave um and it's kind of like she was chewing her words, mm-hmm. like having fun with him when he was Randy, and you know what I mean. And I was just like, yeah. oh, and it it didn't. F- and like when Loki says, "You don't seem like Loki," because Loki right. wouldn't hit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's why I'm still like, is it Loki, or is it something? It might else? be something else. I also feel like the the costume when she revealed was part of it. Like the all right, you got these little horns, fine, but you don't see like. She's still in, in, I don't remember if she's still in, like, the, the robe or whatever, but if it would have been a more spectacular outfit, it would have been more in, like, visually interesting as well. But it was just like, well, it's a, it's a woman with these this tiny crown, and compared to his, a tiny crown with smaller horns. Oh, okay. She's, she's wearing the, um, the the Jamie McKelvey Young Avengers yeah. horn, isn't she? Whereas, yes. like, I want the big... Um, like she's got like a massive fair collar cloak thing going on with the giant horns when she's in, and I was like, 
that's I don't know that you're right. You need something like she's been like flashing her powers around. I wanted like a with the darkness and like the light was primed for a reveal. And it's just like a blonde chick with right. Some on. It's like Loki. Thought, that's his time to shine. Like if if like Loki's like a pop star. He knows when it's his moment. He's gonna re- like throw off the robes and reveal like this is the outfit that's gonna blow everybody away. Like that was her moment. And she's just like, well, here's a little bit of horns. Be- and it's um, it's weird because it feels very much like um, the the reveal of it feels very much like it's bang, banking on the shock of it being a woman, right? Which feels very two thousand, right? Of it, you know what I mean? Whereas like we've had lots of things happen in media revealing that there's a alternate version of Loki that isn't Tom Hiddleston, isn't isn't a massive reveal, but it that's the thing it. it like the whole setup treats it like it's a really special reveal, and it's just like in out, cut away from her completely, right? And you know, cut to her hands. That's about it. I just hope the next, like she clearly left the door open for him. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the next um, uh, one reveals a lot more. I do want, I want, I want smarmy Loki. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I feel like we're we're hanging. I feel, I feel bad for criticizing it because it's like. Well, it is this and this and this, but it just, it's because of the, like, the fundamental te- technique of it. Right. Um, like, demands more of it, if that makes sense. It, it does. And I, I want to make but, clear, like, it's not, I don't feel like this is the actress's fault at oh, all. No. She's given very few lines, just a robe, and be like, all right, and then you're out. It's hard to make an impact when you're not given much to do. I know, and it's it's just crazy. But you're right, Loki has a lot of um, charisma, and there is like, Flair. I don't know if she, yeah, I don't know if she was told just to play it down, and we'll find out that she's um she lost the childish ways maybe because she lost everything in her. If it's right, one thing I will scoff at because she's a female Loki is if it's something like she lost a child. Oh no. Uh, I'm just gonna be like, mm. right. <laughs> so maybe directed by a woman, but it's head by a man. Right. So, uh, <laughs> do you, do you think, I haven't looked at, at like the uh, like the general population response to this, but do you think part of the reason we're not really surprised is because we've seen this before? We've seen like Kid Loki, so for us it's not like a, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Do, is the general population more like oh my god, they did it? Maybe. Um, I will say one thing for Loki, I don't notice it trending that much. Like, right. Whereas. Um, I always saw, especially WandaVision, but the other two trended every time it was on right. for at least a couple of days. I think Loki's like trends for like an afternoon. Um, Part of that could be it coming out on a Wednesday. I don't know why they moved it to a Wednesday. It's very strange. Maybe because they want to just get it out of the way. I don't know. Um, <laughs> everyone's talking more about the they're releasing that Avengers Campus Universal Studios Disneyland thing, mm-hmm. um, aren't they? So, Everyone's talking about that rather, but it may have been a massive shock. Um, Ian doesn't. Ian Ian's not a massive. Uh, he loves Loki, but he doesn't read lots of comics, and he was just like, mm. like he, he was mm. just like, mm. you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if he knows about female Loki. Right. Um, but when he, they his reaction was just sort of like, mm. <laughs> when they zoomed in uh, on her before she pulled her head out, I was like, actually, this person looks kind of short. Are they going like full kid Loki right away? Uh, for a second, I thought that, um, but uh, that would have been interesting. If it was yeah, good to show it. But I also thought, what, what like, 
you you guys what if it's like, go ahead count what if it's a council of loki's right right um, there's more than one well, or it could be you know loki has to get a, a group of other loki's to help fight this evil loki i could see that happening as well um an army of loki's uh what was i gonna say oh also i don't understand the agency's like well you know he, she's stolen like all these uh you know reset devices maybe we should be looking out for those we should be searching for those we should be like coming up with uh some sort of strategy to prevent her from setting those off and it was pretty obvious she was just going to set them off and then she did and they were like oh my god i can't believe she did it what else did you think they were going to do i don't that uh and this is maybe nitpicky like but it just felt like really stupid no i totally agree but they've also framed that organization as arrogant and right. completely and utterly sort of detached from anything right like the com- what was really interesting is the conversation about gods and that even though like right Owen Wilson sort of shows up how ridiculous both sides are. He still turns around and says, I believe. That's like that's literally his last sort of statement on it, is he still just believes it's still a matter of faith. Right. In it. Um and if I feel like the timekeepers don't exist at this point in time. <laughs> but um I mm-hmm. generally thought she was just gonna blow the time police to pieces. Mm-hmm. But um creating mass uh, chaos because um, they talk about chaos um, in the same way the Joker does just with less mania in this episode <laughs> and um, like Loki is an agent of chaos essentially and right. I was like oh right okay so she's cracking the time the, the you know the, the, the time stream so that just create immense chaos everywhere mm-hmm. um, but you it, it is crazy uh that the, there's like elements there that you'd think these time people would be clever enough to solve, but then they do. Like I said, they frame them as like too arrogant, like they can't do nothing right. wrong. That's why. Right. That's why they never. That's why they can't predict her because she's doing things that they. Um, right. They, they, they underestimate think, her so much. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it is like there was some really interesting. Uh, like I do like you were talking about last episode about the minutiae I did like the minutiae of him describing what the difference between different magic is oh right <laughs> that was good yeah um, and I don't know it's the buddy cop feel to the whole thing yes is, is quite quite fun but now I feel like we've, lo- we've like instantly lost because <laughs> he's fucking he's he just jumped into a teleport so I'm like oh but I actually you know when he ran through I was like oh right <laughs> Oh no! It's kind of like together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, how am I gonna? How is it gonna work for me next next episode? And I, I don't know. It just like you said, it felt obvious that you would go through the Paul. Like, I feel like it would have been more interesting if he stayed. But right. you need to put. You need. Stayed, they need to put. He would have gone through the portal after her in a way that she didn't want him to follow. But now, it, yeah, <laughs> it just felt so very. Well. She left the door open. She's got plans for him. He's obviously going to go through. Uh, uh, to to totally, I'm sorry to pull out another tinfoil thing here. Like obviously this is setting up Kang. We know we're setting up Kang. Uh, and they talked about a little bit here, uh, like the start of time and the end of time, um, and sort of they wanted to maintain this 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 timeline so that at the end of time we'll like come together in peace or whatever. It just felt like like something Kang. Like, timekeepers don't exist. Maybe it's just Kang 
ensuring that like he is the master of everything. Like if you look at the start of time at the end of time, you'll just see like Kang staring back at you, and that's all he's he's trying to do. It's just maintain his uh, omnipotence over over everything. No, that 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 makes that makes sense. The the, the it's a it's an obvious choice that the time variance is people are like oblivious <laughs> to the fact. Uh, are completely oblivious to the fact that they're probably being manipulated, right? Because <laughs> they were all created by um, these beings, and they describe it like they're gods, and they're coming, they're going to come to heaven at right. the end, right? Um, and they they talk about, like Loki said, about how there's only free will in the time variance. Um, like that's the only place where free will exists, right? Uh, which seemed like a uh, an issue that upset. <laughs> Owen Wilson's character. For sure. And um I must admit, it it it's got a lot more fun sort of you can make a lot more fun fan theories out of this one, uh the show sure. than uh the um Sam and Bucky. And I do feel like it might be more of a nice little roller coaster ride. Yeah. Um but there's just elements that I really enjoyed the back and forth and i think that's all i've really taken from it when you think about the plot too much um like a lot of time stuff it it's serviceable but then there are really telegraphed moments um and like it has like a really cool eureka moment of oh he's hiding they're hiding in apocalypse right right right. that was a cool moment and it's like and and it's like oh and this is gonna be a villain that kind of possesses people which is something that people have seen obviously but like it snakes its possession around people so it could be a completely different form of it. Uh, no, no, it's just the same. Um, <laughs> it's just the same. And oh no, it's just sort of like, you know, and it just, there are moments where it does kind of not work. Um, I don't know. And then the, the like, obviously the mystery, we're, we're going to get a little bit more from the girl that was taken. Right. I imagine. Who, who's gone slightly upset. <laughs> Um, but on the whole, though, I really did enjoy this one a lot more than the other one, which is, you know, the vice versa. I, I um, like I, I, as I mentioned, I did not like this episode. I just felt like for me, the ending really put a, a downer on it more than and it just felt like the plot felt very obvious <laughs> the whole way through, except for the he's hiding in apocalypses moment. That was fun. Um, I. It is, as as we both said, it's the character moments here. Um, I think it's this thing is setting up the Marvel Universe for, like, you know, the next two phases or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, Dan. It, uh, we, I, I guess we got, what, four episodes left after this? We got a good chunk of stuff that could happen. Yeah. What are your, what are your main project- predictions for... No, they say that uh, I do like that when Mobius and and, uh, Hiddleston are going back and forth and like, well, you're obviously trying to get a meet the timekeeper so you can take over the TVA and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then Loki's like, oh, join me so we can take over the TVA. But I feel like that's not like Loki has a plot within a plot going in his head already. Like he's not actually trying to take over the TVA. He's trying to do something else. So Mm. I'm looking forward to see what what that next twist is going to be. Or maybe... The twist will come after he, he figures out what this other Loki's doing, and he does something else 
on top of that. Like I'm I'm looking for the forward to the twists. Uh, this time the twist that it was supposed to get us was pretty obvious, um, and the twist that uh, we had no idea was coming, hiding in apocalypses and stuff was was fun. Uh, I think one one division was was cerebral, and uh, and Falcon Winter Soldier was like all about the heart, and I think this one is all about just like having a good old time <laughs> that makes sense that it is and it'd be interesting to see what 20 what happens in the marvel universe to make 2050 such a natural disaster um i i don't actually have any predictions for it i just thinking to myself they've introduced like timekeepers who sit there and keep the flow of time mm. and we're introducing the eternals who are timeless right and sit there and keep watch <laughs> for no reason mm. and, and then like we're introducing like a multiverse um concept right um i love how they're doing basically they're basically just ripping off uh what dc could have easily done in a couple of films marvel like we're doing it now so anything that poor dc releases about multiverses and stuff right just look, just look bad in comparison but in fair but, like um, marvel did all the groundwork to set up like like all that simple Iron Man stuff, and a little bit built, a little bit built, a little bit, and now we're finally like, hey, stuff we normally do in comic books, now we can just throw on TV like it's no big deal. Like they really, they built this cake up properly. We're we're deceived. Like, yeah, we much nailed it. DC made like a nailed it cake that just doesn't work at all, and it's falling off the plate. And Jesus. <laughs> No, I just feel bad, like, if they try and do, like, a... Because they're supposed to be doing, like, the Flash film supposed to like right. doing some first thing. And I just feel like, oh, no, everyone's going to just... The mainstream, like, the big audience is going to be like, oh, like, Loki. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, or, like, oh, like, Doctor Strange, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> then we, don't, we don't know what Shang-Chi... Cause Loki, out of all three of the... Isn't uh, Feige said that this one's the one that really does set the groundwork for the next phase? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, so, like, yeah, I have no idea where Shang-Chi sits in all of this. To be fair, if Shang-Chi reclaims the, the cities of heaven, is it, that the Iron Fist comes from, mm-hmm. as, his own mytholo- as his own mythology, I am happy with that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, we could be getting, like, the other uh, turning up in Marvel, so from, like, time, space, and all that jazz, rather than right. just a simple alien trying to murder everyone. Um, it might be all reality, but maybe this this sets up the Eternals and why they don't interfere hmm. um, until now. Right. So we'll never know until it until it ends. I am hoping that that Loki is only because I want a Young Avengers movie. Is that he's de-aged, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why he goes and finds Billy because he wants Billy's power to. Um, become himself again rather than the really uh i'd totally love to see what they like they did in the the comic um with the whole demiurge uh idea but you know baby steps right right. total baby steps yeah (laughs) baby steps first then we'll make uh billy a god um (laughs) baby steps first um it's hard to make him a god when we've only just established that scarlet witch has a lot more powers than we thought um, um, to be fair, I'd rather see Billy with his boyfriend before he becomes like a god creature. Right. Um, so, because uh, what did I? I'm pretty sure I read that 
they're going to address Loki's pansexuality in this series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I imagine it'll be with a with a tiny tiny comment. Uh, right, right. <laughs> like he's, you know, what I, mean? I don't think it's going to be any. Uh, he's oogling all the ladies as he walks around. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't. I don't put much stock in such things. Right. <laughs> but it'd be nice to have like a gay character that isn't just a nameless direct, like our director of a film of the film itself. They got to be nice careful. Action. Like women, and oh, this might sound bad, but I've noticed a lot of of women are are like straight women are like, oh, he's had a gay experience, oh, he's bi. I can't really, mm, I can't really get along with that. Like if they make Loki straight up like pansexual, any women over straight women over thirty are gonna be like, oh, I guess I can't like Loki anymore. Like Marvel might ruin their character in a lot of people's yeah. eyes. It's funny because Deadpool. The second one, especially, right. clearly like leans into the fact that because obviously Ryan Reynolds in real life is bi, um, mm. and so they lean into him being uh, right. It's food dialogue. It's totally food dialogue and how he like basically sexually abuses Colossus. But um, like I don't, I I still see people who, who it's done in such a way I think that people don't click. Right, they don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And there's people like, oh, he's so awesome. But I, and then turn around in the same breath and be like, I hate gay people. And I'm like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're probably right. They probably do need to. Um, I think I'm just, I, I just want more representation. <laughs> sure, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I keep getting scraps. I want, I want, in my superheroes, I want like, you know, full on. Um, uh, like like the CW, everyone's gay in the CW. Um, like Supergirl and that, everyone seems to be gay there. Why can't I want it in my Marvel? Film. Sure. I want the full on like everyone is just from now on every single character is just gay. There's no um anyone that's established after 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 Thanos is now gay. <laughs> so any new character, <laughs> that's what we should have. How it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it would tank so hard. That's yes, the... <laughs> yes, it would. It would. Uh, <laughs> Dan destroys the Marvel universe. Yep. China would not allow it. No, no, it would not. <laughs> That's mental. But anyway, on the other side, on the, on um, moving forward, mm-hmm. um, I think I'm gonna really enjoy like this. This episode felt more visually pleasing to me. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot more. Decent cinematography, not some no no horrible digital sand dunes. Um, I feel like it was it found its like visual voice mm-hmm. a, little bit, a little bit more. Um, and I'm hoping like going forward, it just sticks with this really nice like because it's got like a I hate using the term grimy, but it um got like a, a grimy feel to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it sort of adds to the whole oldie worldie. Um, have you ever seen a show called The Magicians? I have not, but I know what you're talking about. Um, that has like a library in, like, yeah, the same aesthetic in its like sort of library school sort of environment, and it kind of really works for, and it, and the same with Loki, it kind of works for like the visual of the time variance place, mm-hmm. um, and I really enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I still don't like the cityscape. I think it's really bland. Yes. Um, yes. It's like someone's been just staring at Escher pictures and just been like, that's what we'll do. <laughs> um, and I'm not, like, I love his artwork, um, but I'm like, mm. I feel like you've just gone, 
we'll design this one weird shaped building and then copy and paste it in different angles. Yeah. And that's the um, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. I do like the fact there's like these um, giant monolithic uh, statues at the time keepers just everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Because then there's really to be worshipped. And there's those really because everyone, everyone, all the other ones are white and uh, pristine and in clo- robes. And then there's the ones in her office with the one in like armor, mm-hmm. and they look like destroyers. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's sinister. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I think the cinematography is really nice. Um, it's definitely, it might be my favorite visuals out of the three shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because the gimmicks aside, Wonder Vision wasn't uh, was very much a Marvel looking. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier lent into the the aesthetic that uh, the original Winter Soldier established, so it was kind of right. like it worked through it. Whereas this one has lent into like a more um, not Ragnarok, but sort of like that kind of was leaning towards Guardians Ragnarok yeah. sort of yeah, that yeah. kind of visual palette. And it does really like pop. Um, it does, and um, I appreciate it. Um, and we don't often, we haven't really talked about like the technical aspects of the last issue, uh, last issue, whoops, last episode. Um, and um, but I do I do appreciate. It. I, I I think even like the doorways, which are just mm-hmm. like painted glass, are quite a nice visual. Um, yeah, and. I do. I like the time explosion things because I like the color, the color purple. So it's nice to see everything turn purple and then blow up. I did um, like Loki was like, "Oh, reset." You mean when you kill a trillion people at one time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I like that's another thing. I am enjoying that they shine a light on his language and he shines a light on their language. Yeah. Um, uh, throughout the episode, and I really enjoyed that a lot. Like um, him being called out about his masterful plans, like instantly, because he's like mm-hmm. a child. Um, yeah. And the fact that they, they both strike upon the fact that he goes, I love to be right. Um, right. <laughs> that was a really nice, mo- really nice moment. And it was really nice in Pompeii. And I, I appreciate that, like, Pompeii and the Renaissance Fair kind of look like sets from a, like, a kooky, like, old so Star much. Trek. So like, much. Like, like like a Doctor Who or Star Trek, it's like an old set, and it's it's clearly like they've only got like that many buildings, and the rest is just green screen. <laughs> oh yeah, like what do we have uh, available in the lot somewhere we can throw together in like two hours? This okay, we'll use this. I really appreciate. I do appreciate. There's like, like there's like a charm to it, which I I appreciate a lot. I love that the um, Renaissance Fair looked way like everyone's costumes looked so much better than any Renaissance Fair you would ever go to. <laughs> it was... I was I was like, what the fuck? Um, what really? What right? So I'll put you into a little secret um, about me watching it. Ian generally thought that the woman that says to him they're not dressed properly was Agatha. Um, <laughs> and we were like looking at each other. And I was like, no, she wasn't. Anyway. So I rewound it and. Disney Plus broke on me because apparently rewinding Disney Plus is like the worst thing you could possibly ask it ask of it. So like, oh yeah, the interface is not good. It, it broke for ages, and then when we watched it, I was like, that's not her. It took like ten minutes to watch it again, and I was like, that's <laughs> not her. But I was like, I was like, he was adamant, and I was like, I need to see it because I was like, if I could, I'd have, I'd have blown my head off if Agatha was. That would have been great. Like, that's amazing. Would have been a but, great cameo, uh, yeah. But no. Because I thought with all the magic going on, it'd be interesting to right. um, 
I do love though that it's just like magic is the thing and it exists and yeah. I, I love when uh because uh, he's got his, his powers back when they're in, on Earth and they walk in from the rain and he uses his powers to dry off. It's like what? It's my powers, you idiots. You guys want to walk around all squeaky and wet? Like use use your brains. <laughs> it was a great little moment. And I like the fact that um, yeah, they really do. They seem like buffoons a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think it is really heavily. It has really heavily like sort of cast them as people who are in control of this really precious, really important thing. And because there is no power that can stop them. Right. They've learned, they've learned not to bother. Mm-hmm. Everything's like insects to them. Right. So like, um, her get, like she gets possessed, doesn't she? Because she's just like, like, excuse me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Loki can see, like a normal person would be like, that seems weird. But they're like, meh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, they're really aggressive with the people because they're like, oh, he's going to die anyway. So what's the point? Right. Being nice. To... Yeah, yeah. Every time Mobius is like, hey, like, you don't have to scream at these other people. Like they're they're actual people. Uh, yeah, Dan. I I think the, the more we talk about it, the more I enjoyed uh, the episode. Uh, usually, I'm the one that's dragging you down or, or bringing you up. But this time, it was the other way around. Kind of glad uh, we we chatted about this for as long as we did, because uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. And um, uh, you know, I, I said this before. Uh, not not um during our recordings but like this was not a series i was like necessarily looking forward to like loki's not been one of my favorite characters he's been kind of meh uh except uh in, in ragnarok really um but uh, i saw the trailer and then these these episodes i'm not saying oh i love loki now but like it's a lot of fun uh, i'm enjoying it more than I, I thought i was going to and uh that's it's, you know good job uh marvel yeah i think it isn't going to change my view on Loki. He's still the strongest villain um, that they have, because the rest are dead. Right. Um, <laughs> well, we got to see uh, Z- Zemo, Zemo uh, for a minute, who was fun. In, uh, and Thanos uh, is a really good oh, well, Right. Thanos is great in one film. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, great in but, one film. I mean, who knows? They got this Black Panther movie. Who knows what they're going to do with... Uh, um, Jordan B. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's character. Well, it's a shame they killed him. Um, but yeah. yeah, it didn't didn't really seem necessary. No, but I like the fact that well, that, that he's another perfect villain. Um, okay, so they have three at least from what four at least from what we can think of. At this least... isn't going to change my mind. Sure, like sure. Sort of be like, he'll always be like their first villain. Right. But um, and he's fun in Avengers. He's fun in like Avengers. A, he's fun in Ragnarok. Uh, I I would say like their sister in Ragnarok is great. Not not necessarily a great villain, but like a a, a mustache twisting like scenery chewing. Kate Blanchett is astonishing. Yeah, yeah, she's like, great. I generally, I, just, I generally was like, I don't even care that she's like got nothing to do because she's right. made it her own. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Like, she's just so, like, she was clearly told to just have fun yes. and not take it seriously. And I think that's where it's sort of, like, some of the other villains, which have nothing to do but sort of manage to, um, it's like, you hire someone like Mad Mikkelsen uh, to play a villain in Doctor Strange, and it's just a wasted opportunity. 
Yeah, I watched it recently, and and he does bring a little bit more life than I remembered, but it, it is kind of a wasted opportunity. Like that dude uh, is amazing when he's given an opportunity to do something, like show any kind of personality. But in that movie, they're like, well, it's just you're you're angry, and you just want everyone to die, and just play this one note for like 98% of the movie. All right. I hope they paid him a lot of money. I'm like, it's crazy because say what you will about Age of Ultron, but James Spader oh, has great. a phenomenal, phenomenal delivery. Some of the lines, some of those lines are really well delivered by him. It's why he's like such a great, yeah. but then he's surrounded by a digital performance that ain't so great. And yes. you know what I mean, um, no, he's wonderful in that movie. Like, uh, his performance is... He's got so much... He's got more personality than, like, anyone else in that movie. And he's a robot. And it's funny, because he feels like he's in a different film. Yeah. He is literally in a different film. Even though they are all talking about killing Ultron. It feels like Ultron himself is in a different movie that's right, better, right. which I want to achieve and see one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, 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 it's such a weird... Um. It's such a weird thing, the Marvel movies, because you, you, a lot of people love Winter Soldier, but I would actually say that the villains in Winter Soldier, like the conceptual villain of Hydra being part of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. is brilliant. Right. It's a really great twist. But the actual villains? Yes. Robert Redford and that? Pointless. Like, not pointless, but they're, they're, they're like, driving on a, like, 30 miles, uh, kilometers, is it, would be in your, <laughs> your case. Um yeah, Miles, I mean, they're, yeah. not, they're not doing um, yeah, no. well. <laughs> window dressing, it's, it's boring. Yes, there's nothing there. Unlike the first four movie, only sort of works when Kenneth Branagh was allowed to be Shakespearean um, in in his shots. It just, I don't know, there's like um, a real disconnect between if it's the concept of what is evil in your in your movie, in the Marvel movie, or the villain themselves is weak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose it's always—it's more about the—it's always been more about the hero anyway. So yeah, it, it has been. And it's, it, it seems to be a trope in pretty much all superhero movies that, like, recent ones, because everyone will always argue that the Batman ones were always about the villains. The villains. Right. Um, but since like Spider-Man, like. You haven't really like Spider's Doc Ock is amazing, and mm-hmm. I watched Green like Willem Dafoe's like performance is fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, and the X Men movies, Magneto, Ian McKellen just destroys everyone else on screen. Right. Um, it's kind of like embarrassing in X Men One, where <laughs> Patrick Stewart somehow makes all that jargon sound okay. And Ian McKellen just 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 annihilates. Like he's not, he sits there next to a giant wrestling dude and the guy who played Darth Maul right. as his like main posse, right? And um, uh, a supermodel who doesn't speak. And he, you know, what I mean, he has more gravitas than anything else that's happening. Yes, yes yeah. And he's got a stupid helmet on. Um, <laughs> that helmet, that costume did not look good. No. Give him, give him a purple. Uh, uh, sweatpants and a, and, a, and a shirt and we'll, like a red cape and a shitty looking helmet and then he's good to go <laughs> it looked like <laughs> looked like a little, little kid dressed like a little kid like uh <laughs> oh man that i don't even want to think about that anymore 
<laughs> anyway, um, we're getting way off yeah. topic here, Dan. Um, no, we're talking about villains. It's fine. Right. We're still stuck on topic. Yeah, I, I, I got I got a big villain for you. Um, way off topic here. Uh, I really like Lego Batman, the movie. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of fun. I don't really like the end where they're bringing all these other villains from other movies in. It felt unnecessary. Uh, but I, I, I really enjoyed like the heart and the fun of that movie. Um, and I, I heard that they, they, they were writing a sequel. And, and uh, Dan Harmon was involved, the guy behind really? Community and, and Rick and Morty. And it was supposed to be about sort of the forming of the Justice League and, and Batman and Superman's relationship and how that works together. Uh, and they were they were going to do this, but then Lego left Warner Brothers and is now at Universal. So likely that movie will never be made. And uh, so that's that that decision is is a villain in my in my book. Whoever made that decision, screw you guys. That's so bad because like I love Lego Batman. It's silly. It's probably one of the best Batman movies we've had in a long time. Right. And like the whole like Robin thing, and then the Batgirl at the end. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's such a, it's so sweet as well. It's like a really sweet. Family yes. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh well. I didn't even know they were gonna make a sequel. Um, and now I know, and now it's been destroyed. So. That <laughs> <laughs> makes me sad. I'd have loved to see because I love that sequence where they go see the Justice League. Yeah. And he like comes into Rob into to all that terrifying, death-defying stuff. And he does it, and then he's like, "All right, I got the gem. Now what?" Do that all in reverse, and like he pops out the door and his like capes on fire. <laughs> oh, you make me want to watch it. I, I don't own it. I need to go buy it now. Um, so I really do. I really do. I, I, yeah, it's just a, and and the way it sort of starts where it basically tells the truth and he's like the house that Bat built, and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wow, it's so weird because I've been watching a lot of like history. Um, on, uh, I've been buying, you know, but everyone else doesn't. I've been buying like DC animated uh, blue uh, films, and they've got a lot of like history of the DC universe on them. Mm-hmm. And I was watching one today, which was about just about Jim Lee and like where he started from, where he finished. And it it was filmed. Um, it's so like bittersweet because it was filmed sort of at the cusp of the New Fifty Two, just mm-hmm. starting. Mm-hmm. And you, they were talking about how because it was successful, like the the launch was successful. And then I'm like, right. Oh, and they're like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's like giving us our profits. And like you find out that Jim Lee was the reason they pushed digital comics at DC, and this and this and this. And I was like, Jesus, um, if it wasn't for him, like that relaunch may have failed. <laughs> I'm right, right, right. And then and then it's just kind of weirdly bittersweet, kind of like the you know, Lego Batman news, where like they're all really happy and excited, and you know for a fact being in 2021 that the New 52 died, <laughs> um, like. It, it unloaded loads of success, then it just sort of really pitted out. Yeah. It, I think it lasted. Would it lasted like eight years, maybe less than that? I don't know. And then it just got completely rebooted again. Um, mm-hmm. And I think even that rebirth thing has like sort of been hushed, hushed. That that reboot has kind of yeah. Like been hushed, I don't even know what, what the, where they are anymore. It's it's very nebulous. Yeah, I feel like we're being they're sort of rebooting ish now. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, it feels like we're getting a load of new books and everything's going in a new dif- different direction. Anyway, that is this is all off topic because we right. were a different comic book studio right. now. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, Dan, uh, I, I I love talking about Loki and, and this other stuff, this bonus stuff as well. Um, 
we are uh, uh, just let, let let the listeners know uh, we're we're discussing with Jason about our next appearance over there. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, current X Men books and the Hellfire Gala and everything to to discuss. So look for us over there. Um, but uh, where where can everyone find us online, Dan? You can find us at podbean.com uh, forward slash Excaliburs. If you aren't already listening to us through that, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Excaliburs1. And you just put Excaliburs into Google and you should find everything else. There you go. There you go. Uh, well, Dan, this is so much fun. Uh, I'm glad uh, we've got um, four more episodes to talk about. Uh, Black Widow's coming out. I don't know if I've decided whether I'm going to purchase uh, a ticket or not or, you know, buy, watch it from home or wait until, I think they said September or October where it comes online uh, as normal. Uh, but that's coming. We've got Shang-Chi coming. We've got Hawkeye and Miss Marvel coming this year as well. So uh, we'll, we'll have a lot also, of... Uh, uh, we, should, we should discuss uh, what if. Oh, yeah, what um, if. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, so, and anima- I'm, I'm intrigued that they're first foray into animation, um, basically. It would be cool if it, the what if each episode was a different art style as well. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Um, we so like see there. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, just to say, like, uh, you know, this this will end after six episodes, our coverage of this. But, you know, there'll be more Marvel, MCU stuff that we hopefully will get to talk about. If not during the summer, then... Uh, in the fall and the winter time when uh, those other series come out because they haven't mentioned uh, when when the next one's out yet uh, I think they're trying to push people towards Black Widow I guess um, but uh, when we were talking about Falcon Winter Soldier there was like hey Loki's coming on this date like we had an idea of when it was coming but now we have no idea about Hawkeye or, or Ms. Marvel it's just like 2021 fall winter uh <laughs> We don't know. Um, all I have to say, uh, I'm glad we get to talk about this a little bit more, um, and we'll uh, we'll chat in uh, chat in. We'll, we'll we'll speak to everybody again uh, next time. Hi. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Yeah.